Hey, I'm Kaylee. I'm Cyan. And, and we're, we're the hosts of The Young Queens. If, if it's, it's trending, trending, we're talking. Okay, so obviously the hottest news right now that everybody's talking about on May 25th, 2020, former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin um, was killed. He was um, taken into custody for killing George Floyd in that nine minute long video that went viral on social media this past week. It's been the spark of all the unrest and the social protests that have been happening across the country and even in other countries. It's been happening worldwide. But um, just just released today that Derek Chauvin, he was originally charged with third degree murder, but his charge has been up now to second degree murder. And the other three officers that were involved in George Floyd's killing, they are now being charged with um, abetting and aiding murder. So there's a lot of speculation about whether or not he should be charged with second degree or first degree. People definitely wanted him to be raised from third degree because they didn't think that that was high enough. But yeah. now there's still a lot of people that want it to be first degree. So how do you feel about that? Do you think it second degree is where it should stay? Or do you think that third degree was appropriate? Do you think God, it should be raised no. to first degree? I think it needs to be raised to first degree murder. Like, I don't know the, you know, I'm not, I don't know the exact details that go into what qualifies a person as, you know, being charged with third degree, second degree, but I know first degree murder, he killed this man. Yeah, he had help. So, I mean, the, as far as like, when it comes to like the Asian cop or whatever, I think his name mm-hmm. was Tao or Chow, something like mm-hmm. that. I feel like he should get first degree as well. I don't know. Cause I just feel like you just really? stood there and let this man, you know, let this cop kill this man. I understand, you know, he's one of the cops getting charged with aiding and abetting, but I feel like you knew what was happening. He kept trying to deflect and be like, oh, that's what drugs do to you kids. That's what drugs do to you kids. This man, what? You're sitting, you have this, your your brother-in-law, I guess, because he's married. You know, we found out that he's married to his, um, his, his sister. So they're brother and they're brothers-in-law. So it's like, you know, you see him, you know, your brother-in-law sitting his knee on this man's neck. And the guy is screaming and begging, oh, I can't breathe. Get off me. You're going to kill me, man. My stomach hurts. Everything hurts. Mm-hmm. It's And you're just, like, standing there looking at the crowd like a, a dummy. Like, I feel like he should get first-degree murder because you sit there and let that happen. And to me, that's, that's, that's the same as, you know, you seeing someone being bullied in school all day, every day or something like that, and you don't say anything. Not saying anything is just as bad as, you know, the person bullying because even if you're scared to do anything yourself, maybe he was, maybe he knew it was wrong deep down and he was just afraid of stepping in. Maybe he didn't know how it make him look. I don't know. Maybe it was that. Maybe he didn't think anything was wrong because obviously he let it happen. But I don't know. I just feel like he should get his charges up to first degree as well. If it's not first degree, at least second, at least second degree murder. But I would prefer first degree. Some people, a lot of people may think that's too harsh because they're like, oh, he didn't actually do anything. But in my opinion, I feel like he should get, they all should get first degree murder. Right. And that's just my opinion. Now there's a lot of, like you did ask before you began talking about what the differences were between the degrees. So let me just break that down real quick. First degree murder is premeditated before it even takes place. First degree murder, you had your goal in mind of killing this person. Well, not to cut you off, Mm -hmm. that just kind of jogged something in my memory. Didn't it come out that the cop, Chauvin, that had his knee in his neck, 
They knew each other? They knew each other because they worked at the same club. They did security at the same restaurant, bar, club, whatever that they worked at. So I just feel like that can't be some coincidence that he just happened to end up killing this dude he worked with. Like, I feel like that was, no, I feel like that was premeditated. So that's even more reason for it to go up to first degree murder. So, yeah. (laughs) I considered that possibility that he did because they didn't know each other that he may have wanted to kill him for some possible reason but obviously there's no way they'll be able to prove that so it makes it a little harder to go with the first degree charge and I can see that side of the argument second degree is intentional murder but it lacks premeditation so you were trying to kill this person but you weren't planning on it beforehand it just happened it's kind of a passionate a crime of passion yeah so second degree murder it seems like it fits in my opinion, but I know there's still plenty of people who want it to be first degree murder, and I am 100% for it being first degree murder if it was premeditated, but I'm not sure that they can prove that. And I you know definitely the last, wouldn't say it was third degree. It's not third degree because third degree is it's basically manslaughter. You know, you it was were trying to killing. kill this yeah. person, but you were acting with a blatant disregard for human he life. He was definitely trying because yeah. if you watch that video, like I've never, like that video was heartbreaking. Like he intentionally was putting pressure into this man's neck. The crowd standing by watching was saying, hey, this man cannot breathe. You are killing him. Even he was saying, get off me. You on my neck, dude. You on my neck. Like right. get off me. I can't breathe. You, my neck hurts. My stomach hurts. Everything hurts. Like you're, he's hurt. And then the cop, the the cop looks up at the crowd in the video, and you can see him. He had like that smirk on his face, like mm-hmm. he's just enjoying it. Like he's enjoying killing this guy. And it's it was it was one of the most heartbreaking things I had ever seen before. So I was just like, this cop really had a blatant disregard for this man's life. He yes. did not care. And then what got me more was that he wanted to, to he wanted to hurt and threaten the people that were there trying to help this man mm-hmm. that he was hurting get off of him and then he the first thing he goes for is his pepper spray right. or whatever he was about to pull out and i'm just like are you kidding me these people are trying to help him and you're about to hurt these try to hurt these people that are trying to help somebody something that you should be doing that was just ridiculous to me so yeah if first degree I don't care what anybody else says. I definitely first think degree. there was some malice involved. And second degree seems it seems appropriate. But here's where I, I get scared with a potential first degree charge. Because there isn't a way that in my... This is as far as I know. Maybe someone can prove me wrong on this. But as far as I know, there isn't a way they can prove that he came into that situation with the goal in mind of killing George Floyd. And if they take that to court... You have to have that burden of proof. If even one thing slips, then that man's going to walk away free. And you, you see all these protests that are happening? They will be 10 times worse if this man is not convicted. And if you give him a first degree charge, that makes it just a lot more likely that he will get away scot-free, in my opinion. Yeah. So I think that there's a lot of risk involved with putting him on first degree. Second degree, I think, makes a lot of sense, and I think that's the best way to get a conviction. And in my view, this whole thing is blown if there's no conviction, because the whole point is accountability. And if he gets away, then this was all for nothing. Yeah, and that's been the track record that these cops have had. They get away. And I honestly feel like that's one of the main reasons they continue doing it. Of course, it's like this blatant disregard for for human, well, excuse me, blatant disregard for black lives 
because you don't see them doing this, having the same energy with white people. So mm-hmm. it's a completely blatant disregard for black lives. And I feel like they continue doing this because in the past they've been getting away with it. So like, let's be real. If you're doing something that you may know is not right, but you know, you continue getting away with it. Is that, that gives you more reason to keep doing it. That's like somebody who, that's like somebody who cheats on their boyfriend, girlfriend or spouse and, and yeah, that's like somebody who cheats on their on their partner, and then their partner takes them back every time. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, okay. Well, I know I keep screwing up, but he or she keeps taking me back, so I'm gonna keep doing what I do because I'm doing what I want to do, and they gonna be stupid enough to take me back. So okay, I'm gonna keep doing it. Yeah. So I just feel like that's that's the track record they've had, and I just feel like until we seriously start holding these cops accountable, I don't think anything is gonna change, and I think that's the main point of these protests that's going on. These cops need to be held accountable and these racist, these blatantly racist people need to be called out and held accountable for the stuff that they do. Yeah. Okay, so when it comes to the looting and the protesting, how do you feel? Because for me, I feel that, like, you know, from what I've seen and heard online, a lot of people, not everybody, but a lot of people tend to be com- to, to, com- be, to be combining the looters with the protesters and making it seem like, oh, you know, everybody out there are just a bunch of looters and troublemakers, which is not the case. I know a bunch of people who have actually gone out there and rallied peacefully, you know, in DC and stuff like that. And they're not causing any type of havoc whatsoever. There are people out there who have ill intentions and are using this tragic death of of George Floyd as an opportunity to go in and break into these buildings and, you know, use all that anger instead of putting it into something, into something meaningful and, and something that could actually benefit our society in the long run they're putting all of it into destroying these businesses whether they're small or big and stealing stuff and of course the media is going to run with it you know because they want to make the protesters look bad especially the black people like let's be up front like let's be straight they want to make the black people look bad and there's not not everybody out there is a looter so i just feel like it's it's really frustrating and of course you know like we came to find out earlier this week that there's groups from out of state, you know, as far as like Kentucky even yeah. coming in that are trying to, to to make tensions between cops and the protesters even worse so that, you know, it makes the black people look bad. There's even, you know, even one of those groups is like a white supremacist group that's writing Black Lives Matter and spray paint all over the place and stuff like that. I've seen so many videos of people actually recording them doing that, recording videos of cops planting stuff to try to get the people in trouble to make the have the media make it seem like they're the ones causing a lot of havoc. Mm-hmm. There are people who are doing that that are in those in the group, but those are the looters, not the peaceful protesters. So I just feel like they're everybody's getting attached to one group and, and and grouping everybody in as one group, just like they do when it comes to black people. A lot of people tend to black group us as one. Oh, I think black people are thugs. So all of them must be thugs. Yeah. Like that's how they tend to do. And that's what's happening with these groups. So, I mean, that's how I feel. Like, what do you feel about it? Like, what are your thoughts on it? I've, two main points about it number one um just the the word protest versus the word riot and a lot of people have been using the word riot to describe what's been happening these past few days it's not a riot until the police turn it into one most of these protests have been peaceful until the police who have been the aggressive ones meet the crowd and start tear gassing them because they want the president to walk in and hold the bible and stand outside of a church that he doesn't even attend for a photo op. So that's when it becomes a riot. 
these have been peaceful protests for the large part and the police are turning it into violent ones. And then you want to bring in these people that aren't even part of the protest coming in and looting the cheesecake factory. And it's like, it's not helping. And then the media decides they want to focus on that. So you have these people that are like, I mean, I sympathize with the cause, but I don't agree with the looting. No one's saying you have to agree with the looting. I don't agree with the looting, but you know what? That's not the main point, and that's not what you should be the most angry about. Why is that your main concern? Right. If that's your main concern, then you are part of the problem. And, you and they're not that. part of the cause. You yeah. know, not to cut you off, but they're not part of the cause. If they say, oh, I'm part of the cause, but I don't like the looting. Like you said, yeah, a lot of us don't like the looting. Mm-hmm. The ones that have sense and aren't trying to loot and actually want to create positive change, go out there and peacefully protest and bring about change where a lot of us aren't happy with the looting. Mm -hmm. So it's like they assume that, oh, everybody out there who, all the black people who want change and the white people that do support the movement genuinely, oh, yeah, we want, let's protest. And they're like, oh, well, you support this? We're not saying we support the looting. Mm -hmm. We don't. But we're going to go out there and protest every day because it takes us having to protest for them to actually get it. Colin Kaepernick, what was his name? Colin Kaepernick, right? He kneeled peaceful didn't do nothing mm-hmm. what did they do blackball him from the nfl yeah. said he was causing a commotion people you know racist white people oh he's disrespecting the flag he's disrespecting the u.s military yeah. or whatever he's not standing for the national anthem yet we come out here after more and more cops keep killing our people atiana jefferson gets killed in her house mm-hmm. brianna what was her last name brianna, brianna, taylor. brianna taylor she gets shot up in her home after cops rushed into the wrong home and don't forget that her boyfriend is still in custody for defending her yeah, oh yeah he shot back because he thought yeah. they thought it was a burglar which he had every right to do it was their house so and they broke into the wrong house they had a warrant for the wrong house and they broke and shot her like nine times i listened to the i listened to the uh, the 911 call her boyfriend losing his mind because he was like oh they shot her in the chest or the stomach like nine ten times and he shot back at them because they thought they thought it was, they were burglars or it was a burglar like anybody would do if somebody just pops into your house and they don't live there you're going to be like what's up and you're going to defend yourself that's a natural thing so yeah. i just feel like that was extremely you know, it, it's crazy to me while they get mad at us for finally saying we've had enough. They've had how many how how many straws have we given them? Like somebody said, oh, this is the third straw. This is the final straw. Your third one. Your third strike. We've given them like hundreds. Mm-hmm. And now we are saying we are sick and tired of these cops killing our people. And getting away with it. So that's what these peaceful protests are about. Not the looters. They don't count. They're just using this as an opportunity to to loot and steal and cause havoc just because they don't have any home training and they don't understand. They just want to use his death in a in, in a as an excuse to act crazy. That's right. not it. The people out here that have sense and genuinely care about things changing in this country are the ones peacefully protesting and trying to peacefully protest. Yeah. That's the whole entire thing. And I'm let me stop. Where I get right, yeah. So you go because I understand the anger about the looting. I get it, but at the same time, there are plenty of white people looting, and those are the majority of the people looting. There are black people looting. I know that. I acknowledge that. But the white people are not innocent in this, and there are plenty of white people that are also peacefully protesting alongside the black people. I, I there's people on both sides of this in both races, involved in both aspects of this. And so when is a thug not a thug? When the thug is light-skinned, right? 
That's that's all I'm trying to say. You cannot try to discredit the Black Lives Matter movement and what is happening because this is another civil rights movement unfolding before our very eyes. Exactly. You cannot try to use the looting as an excuse to discredit it because that is not just the Black people doing that. They are not taking this opportunity to raid Macy's and raid Foot Locker and raid Cheesecake Factory. No, they're not. That's not what they're doing. There are a few select people that are using that opportunity because they don't care and they're opportunists yep. and they want to take away from what's happening. Yeah. That's that's what that's why they're doing it. And they're being successful because people are focusing on that instead of what they should be focusing yep. on. Yep. And like you know, George Floyd's family is saying, you know, George would not want this. If this was if this happened to me, I wouldn't want this because I wouldn't want my people being made out to look crazy, and I wouldn't want the attention taking being taken off the what's more important, the looting, stealing stuff. Stop stealing stuff. Like that's all. Like stop stealing stuff. That's not that's not important. Right. And you know the media wants to make black people look as bad as possible, so they're gonna latch on to everything they can to make them make us look as bad as possible. Yep. And what I was going to say before I said that I posted a picture you know in support of Blackout Tuesday yesterday Mm -hmm. and I had I found a quote by this woman on Facebook her name is Elaine Welterog and I thought it fit um it says do not condemn what you don't understand and this is definitely out going out to white people do not condemn what you don't understand do not condemn a people's response to pain you've never had to feel Mm -hmm. and do not condemn a fight that you are not part of so I I posted that because it's one of the perfect things. All these, a lot of these white people, like, yeah, a lot of white people, even the ones that are in support of us and what's going on genuinely, they, they won't even understand because if you're not a part of something, you've never had to deal with something with police brutality, you're never fully going to get it, Mm -hmm. but they still support. But the white people that's out here, like black lives matter, all lives matter. Right. No, they don't. We get, yeah, all lives should matter, but they don't. So all lives will not not. matter until black people's lives matter too. Mm -hmm. Our lives do not matter to people, whether in not only just in this country, but even outside of this country. People are just as racist towards black people and other races outside of this country. So all lives do not matter. So I hate when people say that as, oh, why are you singling out, singling out of black people? Why are they so, are you killing? Are you, are you not killing me? Are you kidding me? You don't see white people getting gunned down for no reason by cops. No. You don't see white people getting stuff planted on them by cops so they can end up in prison for years. Perfect. Perfect that you just brought that up because a few weeks ago, can we recall a riot where a bunch of white people were on the steps of the Michigan State Capitol holding rifles and automatic weapons? The police were there and they did not tear gas them. There were no rubber bullets. They were just standing there letting them yell in their face while they held their weapons. And why do you think that is? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm just, I, I can't even think of a reason in my head, like, why that might be. I don't get it. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I, I, I can't think of anything. I'll say it again. When is a thug not a thug? When that thug is white. Yeah. It's very clear. And you can't tell me this. I don't, you can't tell me that race is not an issue. Because if those were black people standing at this stuff, like, like, you know how, like, our family jokes a lot about this stuff because there's one thing that we've said numerous times when it comes to, like, gun control in general, but that's a whole other topic. But imagine if all those white people standing on those steps in front of those cops were black people. Can you imagine what would have happened? They'd all be dead. They'd all be shot up, lit up. The ones that weren't dead, they'd be behind bars somewhere. Yeah, they'd be lit up. Those people literally were in the faces of those cops. And what do the cops do? Stand there. Don't do nothing. Just look at them, looking stupid. And so you can't tell me that race is not an issue in this country. 
You cannot tell me there is there are people who have an extreme hatred toward black people. And a lot of those people, you know, white people, they decide to become cops, which gives them the authority to to enforce laws on on other, you know, on other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cops are supposed to be for the people protect and serve. Yeah. But if you are a racist piece of crap. And you do not like black people, and you had they, and then you're patrolling a, a mostly black neighborhood or something, and you just was like, oh, I hate black people. I'm gonna do what I can just to ruin their life. Pull them over for no reason. Driving a nice car, a black man driving a nice car, and then you wanna pull, you wanna try to find a reason to send them to jail or something that you can do to take them, you know, get them out the car so you can do something crazy. Like it, it's crazy. So like going back to that 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 quote uh, that I read off a few minutes ago, mm-hmm. that very last statement: Do not condemn a fight that you are not part of. If you do not understand it, and you never had to deal with it. We're not saying that you can't support us. You can because we need. I've always said, and other people have said it too. Nothing is going to change until white people, all races, get just as fed up as w- of what's going on with these black people and the cops and the police brutality as we are. Nothing will change. Mm-hmm. White people have to honestly speak up more than the black people have to because we've spoken up enough and they don't listen to us. No. So the white people need to call out these uh, these other white people. Y'all need to get y'all stuff together because we not know. I love black people. A lot of my friends is black people. My boss is black. My coworkers are black. I have black people in my family. We cool. I love black people. Not all black people are thugs. Not all black people are this. Not all black people are that. And a lot of them have that that those thoughts about us, that bias, that discrimination, that hatred towards us. Mm-hmm. It is ridiculous. So I feel like that quote just stuck out so much to me. And I was like, it's perfect for this post. It's perfect for this post. We should not be having protests and people are ho- and little kids holding up signs saying, at what age do I stop being cute and I become a threat to you? Mm-hmm. A little five-year-old boy has to worry about stuff like this. I can't imagine having, like, of course, like, me and my sister, you know, we have, you know, males in our family, our father, of course, and, like, cousins that we care about and things like that. And, like, even us, women, black women ain't safe. No. Black women getting killed by police officers for no reason. Sandra Bland, Atiana Jefferson, Breonna Taylor, they getting killed up too, killed too. So, it, we're, black women aren't safe, but, of course, there's a stronger target on black males. But all of us are not safe. So it's just it, 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 it's, it's really sad that we have to live in this day and age where it's like we're going through this. Mm-hmm. You know, my dad, the, a couple our dad a couple of days ago, he was like apologizing to us. He was like, I'm sorry that y'all have to live in this day and age where y'all have to go through this. Mm-hmm. He was like, when I was y'all age, you know, me and her and me and my sister, I'm 23. She's 19. He was like, when I was y'all age, I wasn't this active in politics because I didn't care. I didn't have to be. But me and her have to be so caught up in watching what's going on in the news, staying informed, making sure, you know, we're we're as active as possible and mm-hmm. we're staying proactive and paying attention to politics and what, you know, what the you know, who we're voting for and staying like all that stuff. A lot of people our age, you know, he was saying wasn't even worried about all that. They was doing other stuff. So it's crazy. It, it's crazy. Like I don't know what else to say at this point. I just Change is going to happen. Yeah. I feel it. Like, I'm being positive. Like, I feel it. Change is going to happen because with all this going on, people are fed up. And there's going to, we're, we're not stopping until we get some change. Yeah. And this is the last I'm going to say on it, like, this this whole topic. But, you know, as shout out to the youth of today, especially the ones in Baltimore yesterday, because that whole Baltimore protest was youth-led and youth-organized. And, you know, as, as, um, we were talking about, obviously, we are um, part of that youth demographic, but 
it's sad that we have to care so much because this is the world that we are growing up into. But it's also great that, you know, we are mobilizing ourselves and using our voices because this November 2020 election is probably going to be the most important election that has ever been in this country's history. Because I legitimately think that if Donald Trump manages to win again, I, I don't think it's going to happen. But if he does, I, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I think there might be some sort of anarchy. <laughs> I, I, I'm like, I legitimately mean It's not that. funny, but just it's, the thought of that, it's hilarious. Like, it's, I pray to God that that does not happen. I mean, I, I'm like you. I don't think he's going to win. But I, if, uh, Lord, if he ends up winning again, uh, I don't know. I don't even know what to say. Like, I'm lost for words. Like, if he ends up, I'm, I'm not even going to be trying to speak that into existence. He ain't going to win. Okay? No. Let's just end it there. He ain't going to win. Okay? Periods. He's not going to win. Okay. So, I know there's a lot of people calling upon celebrities to speak out and anybody with a platform, really, whether they're influencers or whatever, famous for any reason, to speak out on this. And they definitely should, because if they have a platform, they should be using it to spread awareness. But there's also some celebrities who are um, getting themselves in trouble, so to speak, just by really exposing themselves and exposing their less than favorable views on the subject. For example, um, I'm just going to list out a few people who have said some comments on in recent days that have gotten them some backlash. Drew Brees said something today, a few hours ago from recording this. Uh, he said, quote, I will never agree with anybody disrespecting the flag of the United States of America or our country. And that was in response to someone asking him what he thinks about what will happen when players start kneeling again during the NFL season when it starts up. So that was his response to that. And he's been getting backlash all day for that. He should be getting backlash. Yeah. And then there's also what Lil Wayne said a few days ago, which is getting him praise from Tommy Lahren. So, you know, that's that's so good. I didn't even hear about that. So what is this? So uh, what he said is, quote, I think when we see these situations, I think we also have to understand that we have to get very specific. And what I mean is that we have to stop viewing it with such a broad view, meaning we have to stop placing the blame on the whole force and the whole everybody or a certain race or everybody with a badge. So basically, he was saying not all cops are bad. Like we don't know that. Yeah, that's like saying, oh, we tell white, we tell white people, not all of us are bad Mm -hmm. to cops or whatever. But they keep killing us. But they think the same thing about all of us. So that comment was dumb. Like, and you know, Trina yesterday was going viral for um, saying things about how people need to recognize that black on black crime is still an issue and how she's never going to have any problems with police pulling her over because she has her license, her registration, and her insurance. So she'll be fine and saying that black people need to find the problem within pretty much. So she was getting backlash for that as well. And then B. Simone, who has been blowing up the past couple of years, you know, she has a spot on Wild and Out. And she's basically a social media personality. But on social media, she decided to talk about how it's not her place to get involved in this because she's a Christian woman and she doesn't need to get angry, seeming to forget that Jesus literally protested. It's called righteous anger. It's called righteous anger. We have every right to be angry about this. So is there any one of those specific people's comments that you want to talk about specifically or is there somebody that I didn't mention that you want to bring up? Just how do you feel Um, in general? I haven't really heard about anybody else. I think those, like, I mean, I can't, if I did hear, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but all of them are annoying. 
Um, Lil Wayne, I'm not even going to speak on his. I just know he just he said a lot of nothing to me. So he's not even worth being addressed. Um, who was the other first guy? Drew Brees. Yeah. He, he doesn't get it. And that's, no. he, he doesn't get it. And he won't. If he hasn't gotten it by now with, with, with all that's going on right now with these protests and stuff, he's not going to get it. Mm-hmm. When the kneeling was not in disrespect for the flag, the military, whatever you call it, that's not what it was about. It was about standing up and everybody being in, in, in support of and in a united front for police brutality. Mm-hmm. That's uh, against br- police brutality. That's what it meant. It wasn't about, oh, I hate America. No, People that's not what it was about. People forget that Colin Kaepernick was suggested to kneel by somebody who was in the military and he was not black. So I don't understand why white people are so upset about this, saying that it's disrespecting the military when someone who was a serviceman and not black servicemen recommended that he do it in the first place because they want to find fault in anything that we do they, they they can use us they can let us be their entertainment and run around like a bunch of you know like they can they can let us entertain them but when we step out and do something that's right for our people they get mad about that mm-hmm. it's like oh you stepped out of line boy you're not supposed to do that you just stay here play your football play your position mm-hmm. and go home make your little money go home you're not supposed to do anything else. That's how I feel. That's how they act. He stuff. Oh, he stuffed out a lot. Oh, he's disrespectful. Oh no. If this was a white person, they probably wouldn't be saying nothing. Mm-hmm. And I know for a fact they wouldn't. They'd be making excuses for him. Like, well, he do have a point. You know, they'd be trying to make excuses. So honestly, when it comes to stuff like this, I feel like these white people that think like this in this ignorant way, I honestly think they do understand what's going on. They're choosing not to yeah. because you're not you're not that stupid. To where you don't understand what we're trying to say. You understand it loud and clear. Mm-hmm. You just are ignoring it and you don't care. So Drew Brees, his statement, he understands what's going on. He's just choosing not to. Because isn't he like a you know a Trump supporter anyway? I don't know if he's a Trump supporter or not. But that's definitely something a Trump supporter would say. Yeah. So, I mean, he doesn't get it. I mean, you support who you support, but you do not get it. Um, and as far as um, Trina... That statement was dumb. She talked about she has her license and registration. Okay, a lot of them had their license and registration. And they ended up killed for no reason at all. For no reason at all. And yeah, we understand there's black-on-black crime. Nobody is is ignoring that. Yeah, we know black-on-black crime is an issue too. But racism is is an issue. White people is out here, white cops is out here shooting and killing us and doing all kinds of wild stuff to hurt us. Hurt us, kill us, whatever. Get us locked up for super long for planting stuff. On. They're doing everything in their power to put us down. Mm. So for her to say that, that was just so ignorant to me. And especially since a lot of her fan base is black people. Yeah. You wouldn't be where you was at if you didn't have your fans, which are mostly made up of black people. So you're going to say something like that, that completely disrespects your people because like we're gonna forget she's black too Mm -hmm. so you're disrespecting yourself and the rest of your people so that comment was just completely dumb i know it wasn't some like podcast or whatever some radio show that they were doing with trick daddy or whatever and he was against her he was like but black lives matter you know black lives you know black lives matter you know he was basically in support of everything that's going on and she's like they need to set the curfew to this they need to take all their little their little bad butts but back in the house they need to go inside they don't need to be out in the street causing havoc yeah she also did say that they the curfew point that it should be from 6 p.m to 6 a.m just completely you know what what is that going to solve? Because 
these curfews that have already they've already been trying to instill. They're not Nobody's listening. Nobody's been listening. <laughs> They're not listening. So what what is what are you trying to do? <laughs> They're not listening. A bunch of people showed up at the White House yesterday, way past curfew, and they were just standing there like, "What's up? Mm-hmm. What's good? What you gonna do?" Y'all already been starting stuff. Like, what y'all, what y'all gonna do? They're down for anything. The peaceful people. What she was talking about, like, she was she was doing what I was mentioning at the beginning of this episode. She's looping, she's she's combining all the looters and the peaceful protests in one, all the people, peaceful protesters in one group. Because mm-hmm. she's like, oh, well, the looters, they're causing, they're causing a havoc. They're wreaking havoc everywhere. They need to just be going in the house and stay in there from 6, until 5 p.m. to 6 a.m. the next morning. The, peace, the people that's peacefully protesting, they're not doing nothing. So why do they need a curfew? So like I said, she, she's she's looping everything, everybody into one solid group. And that's not the case. Mm-hmm. There, We have a right to protest. We have a right. There's nothing wrong with us protesting. And like Cyan said earlier in the episode, a lot of the times this stuff gets escalated because the cops escalated mm-hmm. and that's what they're always they've always been doing in other situations yeah they'll they'll come into a situation pull somebody over they, they automatically get scared automatically get scared they're always on edge you do not need to be a cop if you're always on edge like that mm-hmm. you do not need to be a cop that is ridiculous you're scared for your life but you're the one with the gun the baton the taser and all that the bulletproof vest all that stuff and we don't got nothing being black is a target, apparently. Like obviously, these celebrities, and, and and I think it's it's one point to, that I need to mention is that these celebrities, whether they're black or not, they're so far removed from the situation that it's easy for them to become very distant and very desensitized because it's like you know they are in their mansions in the Hollywood Hills and their penthouses in Manhattan. They don't really see what's going on with, with, with all these inner city happenings. So, you know, it's easy for them to make comments like Trina and make comments like DeSimone and make mm-hmm. comments like Lil Wayne because they're not really ever going to experience it for themselves. Yeah. Even though they are Black, this is not something they have to care about because they can wipe their tears with their dollar bills that they have. Right. So, you know, it, I think it, it's even more impactful when someone who is Black and is, like, super rich, like The weekend. Or I mean, Russ, yeah. he donated $45,000 to help small business owners that did get their businesses looted. Because at the end of the day, yeah, like, I don't agree with the looting. I want to say this again, so I don't need nobody coming for me. I don't agree with the looters. But at the end of the day, a business is a business. Yeah. A life is a life. Which one is worth more? Would you rather lose your business or die? It's an easy choice for you, I bet, isn't it? So what a lot of people have been saying, yeah, these looters are messing up everything. But a lot of these people, celebrities included, seem to be a lot more upset about losing businesses than George losing his own life, which is the problem for me. Yeah, one more person that I want to add on to that is someone being upset about the the looting and the destruction of businesses is Virgil Abloh, you know, the, uh, the... what is he, the creative director of Louis Vuitton, and he owns Off-White. Mm-hmm. Um, he made a statement a couple of days ago that was also uh, a lot of backlash from that about how people should stop destroying the businesses out in L.A. and things like that. But, you know, Virgil is one of those people that I was talking about. He's Black, but he's so far removed from the situation that he 
it can make ignorant comments as well. And, you know, he also got a bunch of backlash for screenshotting his $50 donation. He's like, you work for Louis Vuitton. <laughs> you own Off-White. And yet you gave $50 to the cause. Where he said it was a match. It was a match. It, he said it was a donation match. Why did you before. screenshot it, though? <laughs> That's what, and you're, like, proud of it? <laughs> You work for Louis Vuitton. I know you have more than $50 or you charge about $50 for like a hair clip. So that's the audacity to give $50 when there's struggling college students out here giving more than that. Right. And people who I was looking on Instagram and there's people in the comments under his post when he did post it. And they're like, I lost my job and I posted and I paid more than that. Mm-hmm. I donated more than that. So it was it was so bad. But when you mentioned like, you know, again, like um, somebody who came on complaining about stuff. I don't know if you know this lady. Um, her name is Shekana. No. Shekana Joe. Well, she um, is like good friends with like Tiny, T.I.'s wife or whatever. Mm-hmm. But she got blasted all over social media because she mentioned she was on live like a couple of days ago crying her eyes out. That was when the Gucci store got raided and destroyed. And she was like, she was crying Gucci? about Gucci? Yeah. She was like, what Gucci do to you? Gucci didn't do anything to you. And I'm like, girl, where was this energy when George Floyd Floyd. was dead? You was probably like, I'm not saying she wasn't sad, but I'm just like, where was this energy when George was killed? You crying over Gucci. Gucci. They can get back in the they got insurance. and put some more handles on right. the handbags that you love so much. Right. It's not going to hurt them. Gucci is a multi-million right. dollar corporation. George Floyd is dead. Right. And, and, most, he ain't coming and most businesses have insurance. So they'll be fine. They'll be able to start back up fine. Some smaller businesses might have a harder time, but that's why there are people donating money to help these people start over. So at the end of the day, Something may completely collapse like a business, but you can always restart back over. George can't be re- resurrected. He mm-hmm. can't. He's dead. His he's dead. His daughter is never going to see him ever again. Mm-hmm. She's going to have to grow up with her fa- without her father now. His son is never going to see his dad again. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's just that you can't say the two are the same. And people who are trying to make, I'm not trying to make excuses for these looters. That's not what I'm trying to do. But when it comes to people being so outraged by these businesses getting destroyed, I understand because if it was me, I would be mad too. If somebody just completely destroyed my business. I would be mad. But like at the end of the day, I'm not dead mm-hmm. and I can always just start over. Right. So that's how I feel. I know I'm going to probably, I know people will disagree, but that's how I feel. I would try to look at the positive. I'd be, don't give me, I'd be, I'd be mad. I'd be hot. I'd be wanting to fight and all kinds of, like, you destroyed my business. But at the end of the day, George is dead. Yeah. And as a celebrity who has millions that. to their name, why are you mad about losing a business when you can easily rebuild? You're not really losing any money because a lot of these celebrities have such capitalist ideals. They're only concerned about where their money is coming from. Yeah. So they don't care about what's going on in their country. They just want to get money. But it's like at the same time, you have to understand that you cannot be so far removed from the situation that you become closed off. Because if you want to put it in layman's terms, you're actually taking more of a neutral stance by saying that they shouldn't be looting because you're not speaking out against the police brutality. And if you're taking a neutral stance, then you're against BLM, then you're against the protest. And maybe they won't think that they're against it, but you cannot be neutral in this situation. It's not possible. You cannot. Either you you for it or you not. Yes. 
So these celebrities, I think definitely, are they're getting exposed. They're showing their true colors. The people we've mentioned, and I'm sure there's plenty more that we didn't, that I haven't heard about, but they're getting exposed and rightfully so because we need everybody to be exposing themselves. It's time to get these racist people out of here because they have been leading this country for too long. And that's why these police have felt so bold to do what they keep doing. This has been happening since the earliest police brutality case I can think of is Rodney King in 1996. 1996, I wasn't even alive yet. I was, I was baby. (laughs) So here we are, 2020, and nothing's changed. Yeah. Maybe we think that it's getting worse. It's not getting worse. It's just spreading quicker. Because of video. Mm-hmm. It's not getting worse. And imagine just... and imagine how worse imagine how much worse it would be because you know video is evidence. Mm-hmm. So imagine if, you know, these people witness something but we didn't have video to record and we go and make police reports. Oh, we saw this cop plant this thing on this black guy. We saw these cops beating up this black guy and then trying to make it seem like he started it. Yeah. You know how many cops would be lying? They lying now, getting stuff covered up for them when we have actual video proof mm-hmm. that they didn't do that, that they did in fact do that, what they're lying about. So imagine how much worse it would be if we didn't have video evidence. No cops would be getting convicted. No cops. No charges, no charges added, no nothing. So, so yeah, I mean, I just, the only thing I can say is you either for it. Or you not like Fian said, you cannot be neutral because if you're neutral, you're not support. You're not in support. Mm-hmm. You and can't be one foot in, one foot out. You either all in or you all out. I'm for these celebrities that aren't speaking. I'm for it because if you're not speaking, then you're letting us know that you are not an ally. So don't be quiet. Okay, so if you guys are feeling helpless in this situation and you feel like. You really can't do anything and you really want to. um, We have some resources that may be able to help you. So here are some. You can text or call. So text Floyd to 55156. Text Justice to 668366. Text Enough to 55156. Or call or send a message to your um, congressional representative. Or you can get in contact with the district attorney, attorney, which is the number is 612. 348-5550 and the Minneapolis mayor number is 612-673-2100. And there's also some organizations that you can donate to, um, some causes that they're nonprofit, so they need to be funded, um, such as Black Lives Matter, Black Visions Collective, Reclaim the Block, um, the official memorial fund for George Floyd and his family, um, NAACP Legal Defense Fund, the American Civil Liberties Union, and the Know Your Rights Camp. And there's also, um, if you can, you should get out there and protest. There's protests happening in all 50 states. So um, if you can, but of course, not everybody can do that. And also, there's plenty of petitions circling around the internet and social media to sign, not just related to George Floyd, as well as like Ahmad Arbery and Breonna Taylor and Plenty of other people that have been killed by police these past few days and these past few months and these past few years. So, yeah, um, there's lots of ways that you can get involved if you don't know exactly what to do. And, yeah, so hopefully you guys can find ways to help out the cause. And you can I also strongly um, push voting, guys. If you're not 18, pledge to register, register to vote. 
get election reminders so you can stay up to date when there's an upcoming one so you don't miss anything. Um, use a polling locator on vote.org. Vote in local elections. Don't just vote in the presidential ones. Yes, those are important. But a lot of the times, or not most of the time, the local ones matter much more than the presidential ones. Yeah. Vote in primary elections on November 3rd. And don't forget to fill out the 2020 census if you haven't. And also, lastly, educate yourself. There's plenty of films and TV shows on this issue of police brutality and racism. Educate yourselves. Um, there's a, um, a list. There's 13th by Ava DuVernay. It's on Netflix. There's American Sun on Netflix. I watched that one. Um, Clemency. It's, it says it's available to rent. Dear White People. Fruitvale Station, which is a good one. Queen and Slim. LA 92. There's When They See Us by Ava Durvany as well. That's one of the most recent ones that I've seen. And it was so sad, but it was so, so good. And it mm -hmm. explains what's going on perfectly. Um, but yeah, and there's some other, you know, um, other ones that aren't listed here. Um, another one is one of my favorites is The Hate You Give. That's a really good one as well. And I suggest you watch that. Um, but yeah, we hope that this um, provided a lot of insight to you all who may not understand it as well, or even those who are listening who do understand it. We hope that this resonated with you a lot and that you will continue um, to come back and listen to what we have to say. Okay, so we thank you guys for tuning in. Um, just real quick, our email address is theyoungqueens1, as in the number one, at gmail.com. Um, it's open right now, so you guys can send us questions or any advice that you guys need help, um, that you guys want to ask and you guys want us to discuss it on the on the show. Um, and it's also open for you guys to send um, suggest topics that you guys may want us to talk about that we haven't gone over. Um, also, follow us on Instagram at youngqueensofficial underscore. Um, we will be posting there all the time you know, updates, different things that we're planning to talk about, any guest speakers that we're going to be having. Um, you guys can, uh, we want it to be as interactive as possible. So engage with us on there, comment, tag your friends, um, you know, DM us. We, we want as much engagement as possible. Mm -hmm. And uh, thanks for joining us in this conversation today. We know it was a long one, but we hope it was very engaging. And, you know, we will be dropping new episodes every Monday and every Friday. So stay tuned. And, you know, as always, remember, if it's trending, we're talking.